they kick it, if they pass it, if they shoot it in a basket, if they smack it, if they hit it, if they're good enough to win it, if they punt it, if they toss it, just by three they lost it, if they brought it, if they brought it, to encourage us, talk about it. Welcome to Brewski Sports. My name is Tim Martin. I'm Curtis Stout. And it has been a while. A long time. <laughs> what are we pushing? Almost three months now? Four uh, months it was since since, yeah, it was before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, because we had every intention and then had some stuff come up family-wise and then we've just been, I want to say, too busy, but I think too lazy. <laughs> Mixture of lazy and lazy. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> That and, you know, football season was over and we lost all topic. Yeah, yeah I know. It's so, bad. it's so bad because I really wanted to get into basketball and I just have a hard time. Like, I mean, I don't mind watching the games, but I guess I just don't understand enough about basketball. The same thing coming up with baseball. Like, I would love to learn more about baseball. I mean, I played baseball, you'd think, but it's just, it's one of those, again, that's hard for me to keep up with because there's 152 games per team. All right. So... Yeah, no, I'll just stick with football anyway. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, mean I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't mind watching the games. I'm more into college basketball other than the NBA. And and the, the tournament will be starting tonight. Yes. Selection night. Yes. Oh, it should be fun. Yeah. Brackets will be printed off like crazy tomorrow at, at everyone's place of employment. <laughs> Reams of paper are going to go down the game. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've talked about it at work, whether we're going to be doing one. and Maybe next year we should... You know what I mean? I yeah, was a little about short. This. I know, I know now, yeah, but I'm thinking like next year maybe we should do a bracket challenge. We should have talked about this a long time ago, uh, you know, come up with a game plan, but you know, anyways. All right, so the NFL season officially started earlier this week. Yes, free agency. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we're going to go through our top 10 picks each, uh, who we think were the best free agent signs. And then we'll get into teams, too, because we're going to talk about that, our top three teams as far as who we think has, has done the best so far this season in free agency. Yeah. So so I think the number one free agent on everybody's board was Sue. Yeah, I don't like him at all, but that doesn't change the fact that My, he is very good at what he does. And he's going to a he team. He is, but... I mean, but he's going to a team that already did really well last year defensively. I mean, if I mean look what they did to me. Here's my thing. If I'm Cameron Wake, I am so mad right now at how much money they just spent on Sue. But if it gets you to a Super Bowl? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just, I mean, I think Wake deserved the money way more than Sue. I, oh, I agree. Especially that amount. I mean, we're talking six years, $114 million with $60 million that's guaranteed. I take it. Oh, oh, yeah, you're not going to turn it down <laughs> if you get the offer. <laughs> but you want me to play in, in Oakland for $114 million and for six, Yeah, okay, all right, we, we can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Is you'd have to be in the league like 20 years and on your last limbs before Oakland would offer you a contract that size. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's first on my list, too. I just... <clears throat> I feel like with the talent that's already there defensively, adding somebody in the middle that can be as productive as Sue has been for Detroit, it, it's hard not to put that as the top of the list. I mean, yeah, but look at their offense. They lost Mike Wallace to Minnesota. They they let, they literally let go of most of their receivers. Heartline signed with the Browns. 
I mean, I, I try and keep this in mind when I'm when I'm hearing about the free agency moves and you know and and, and the draft moves. It's not ever. It's not always going to be this year. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like Chip Kelly's talking about. He's not going to mortgage his team's future to move up to get Marcus Mariota. Same thing here. I mean, you pick up Sue, let him sit for a year or two. Now next year, or even in the or, um, in the draft, they have an opportunity now to go for more of an offensive. Yeah. And, so, and there is a it's going to be a pretty decent receiving class too this year. Yeah. Not not anywhere near last year, I don't think, but it'll. But it's, it's still going to be still. pretty good, yeah. And I mean, the Dolphins are going to be high enough in the draft that they <laughs> might be able to get something done. So, so who's number two on your board? I put Revis down. Yep. Not just because of the fact that you know he's Revis, but I mean he's over thirty now. And he's got himself a five-year contract with the Jets. <laughs> with Again. forty, almost $40 million guaranteed. This I guy mean, is a genius. He's doing really well for himself. And with all of the moves that the Jets are making, I look forward to seeing what happens in the draft to see if they continue going for defense to kind of shore up some of these spots as these veterans start moving out or if they just decide to go, you know, balls to the walls on offense. Well, who's their quarterback right now? St. Jones. Not the Jets. Oh, I'm sorry. I always get this one mixed up. Oh, <laughs> no, this is why I'm bad at sports. They have either Geno Smith or they picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic, baby. <laughs> God, I can't believe it. I did that last year, all year. Like, every time we talk <laughs> about it, man. Every time we talk about it, I always. Uh, I just keep thinking of the butt fumble. Like it always goes back to the butt fumble for me. Anyways, who's your two? I had Revis as well. That too. How far down the list did we agree? I don't know. Three. We got the three. <laughs> uh, so number three, we got Demarco Murray, and I'm not uh, prospect wise. I would put it by the number three. I we'll see how it, how it goes, but I don't think you'll have a Dallas year. No, well, not no, by not by any year. means. And he's going to lose. Like he's not going to get as many carries. Hey, I don't know that he can handle that many carries again. But two seasons token, in a row. They picked up Matthews, too. Right. He's going to be so. splitting. And they still have uh, Sproles. Yeah. I think between the three of them, it's enough of a a monster to get a job get the job done. Right. So. Um, but, I mean, again, I think it, it's a decent pickup for them after they just traded Shady away. And they have Murray now. And they picked up Matthews. For probably... Still half of what it would have cost him to re-sign Shady again. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I mean, you, you know, obviously that's the whole point of the free agency. You know, get town as much as you can for as cheap as you can. So, yeah. kudos to them. All right, who's your, since this is where we start differing, who's your number four? I have Byron Maxwell. Okay, why? Let's let's just. He's part of. He was part of the Legion of Boom. He was a big. <laughs> Portion of Seattle's defense. Right. I mean, he's obviously not Sherman, but somebody else has to cover that other side right. of the field, and he did a pretty damn good job. And see, I, with mine, I put um, Pernell McPhee because he went to the Bears. Um, it, and the only reason I say that, that I picked him, I, I mean, I guess, again, I was going back to, you know, prospect for the team itself right. and the ability that he could actually have a huge impact on the Bears' defense, who... Um, struggled, to say the least, last year. Um, I mean, they still got most of their offenses is still there, at least the main pieces. 
if you can shore up the defensive side of things, I mean, the Bears could be the Bears, the Bears of old. So, I hope not. Pissed off Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> and they're Brandon Marshallless. Yeah, but they were pretty much Brandon Marshallless all last year. I mean, he was either uh, A, injured, or B, useless. So, <laughs> I mean, truth be told, yeah. he's too busy doing talk shows. Yeah. Come play football games, and then when he was there, he just had a bad attitude the whole time. Who wants to work with a bad attitude? Nobody. Who you have at five? Five? Uh, Brian Balaga. <laughs> of course you did. I, mean, I did. I had to. Well, I didn't want to put him too high on the list, because it wasn't... But... I mean, Green Bay's offensive line struggled last year. They did. And so to put somebody that actually did well on the line back in there, let's pick up some you know, prospects through the draft, hopefully, to replace some of the other veterans that will be leaving here in the next year or two. I think it was a good time. Yeah, I'm putting down Julius Thomas. I don't know how much I like putting that there, but you're about to find out how much of it was Peyton and how much, how much talent he actually has. But. Yeah. He's you going to Jacksonville to play with a rookie quarterback, so, well, not a rookie is, next year, but. <laughs> yeah, but still. Um, you know, it's funny, because I actually put him down to number 10. No, oh, yeah. I mean, I still think he's worthy of a top 10. I think Jacksonville did a good job in picking him and getting him. They needed oh, yeah. a tight end. They, they, they made a good can move. Be a I he just, like, killed his fantasy value. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the problem, though. You're looking Which at is what's going to be awesome. And <laughs> now Owen Daniels, who signed with yeah. Denver, should pick up pretty well, especially since he's in the Kubiak system still. That'll be interesting. Kub. <laughs> um, let's see. So who do you have at number six? Six, I put Mikey Potty. <clears throat> and you know what? It, I almost had him. It was between him and Jordan Cameron. I put Jordan Cameron. Jordan last. Cameron's a good one. I just... Yeah, he was injured quite a bit, and now he's going to Miami, too. So I just love that Miami is going to push New England out of that top spot. I, have a feeling I don't know. You think Miami will? That whole division just got pretty good. I know, but I think Miami's got... Miami did it last year. They tried. <coughs> they at least put up a um, a fight compared yeah. to you know prior years. So, And then, let's see, number seven, I've got Raheem Moore. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, I put down Percy Harvin. Yes, it's funny because you're like, yeah, this this makes more sense. I'm like, oh, well, you know, all the draft guys are like, this should be like number fifty. And I'm like, nope, seven. This is a good call. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know where they're gonna where Houston's gonna plug Raheem Moore in. Like they already have Swearinger there. They have Kendrick Lewis. That I mean, both of them had really good seasons. So is he gonna just be in subs or you know where? How are they gonna throw him in? I don't just don't know how they're gonna apply him. They obviously have a plan. We'll just see how it pans out. You know why not have a team that runs three safeties? <laughs> you know, just run one of them as a corner. I mean, he's fast enough. He could do it. <laughs> it's big enough. Well, that may be, but. Just put him on the smallest receiver, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I put Harvin because, you know, obviously he's a threat on two different side, in, in, uh, two yeah. different areas of the game. He's a special teams threat and offense, so. And he's going to the Bills who need help on that side. Yeah, they just need somebody that, I mean, because I mean, they've got Sammy Watkins. You've got, what, no quarterback? 
truthfully. Well, I mean, they there's have, a battle for quarterback. They there. have Castle, EJ Manuel, somebody and that you can just throw the football up in the air and hope to kind of come down with it. <laughs> and I think that's why, like, for instance, Stafford. I think that's why he's been as successful. I don't think he's that great a quarterback, but he can just throw the football up and Megatron gets it. Yeah. It's just the way it works. And it's fine. Now, Until he's gone. now Megatron and Golden Tate, other one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true too. So. Yeah, I mean, again, Percy Harvin. I don't. He's he's got the talent. I just he's going into another situation that's not ideal for him, or just because they don't they're not <clears throat> set at the quarterback spot. Yeah. They don't have anybody that you look at and you're just like, oh, oh my yeah. god, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Castle could if the right Castle shows up. The problem with Minnesota when he was there was just they didn't have any kind of who, offensive. Yeah, line. who could ca- what that and who well, was catching you. the ball. Man. Jennings. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I kept wanting to say Greg Simpson. For like, That's not right. Uh, I'm so bad with names. So bad. I just you struble with memory periods. Yeah. So. Oh, that's true. <laughs> what are we talking about again? All right, so you have that eight. Uh, at eight, I have Cromartie. Really? Yeah. Again, going back to the Jets, securing that defensive future. I just I. I'm starting to sound like a Jets fan. But I feel like they're just, going back five years. I don't <laughs> They're know. just hoping for the same production they got out of Cromartie and Revis from before. Like, obviously, Revis can still perform, but Cromartie well, didn't have not, a not great season last, last year. year. No, but I mean, and he was in a really good system last year. I don't know. I still, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> I felt bad for the Jets last year. I mean, I always feel bad for <laughs> the team. I felt bad for the Jets for the past like, three years. Well, not really, because I've always hated the Rex one Ryan, thing, and that, well, that's, that's the thing. I, I don't mind Rex. I, I have a feeling right now he's watching all the Jets free agency moves, and he's getting super upset. He's like, yeah, that's what I wanted to do years, <laughs> like two years ago. Yeah, and you chose not to. Yeah. You gave me Idzik and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, at number eight, I have Torrey Smith. Good. He's going to San Francisco. He's really going to help that offense out quite a bit, I think. They're going to have yeah. a receiver that can actually Crab, get some stuff. Crab trees. He's, well, he's a free agent right yeah. now. He hasn't no. been signed anywhere. That's sorry, receiver. <laughs> but no, I think, I, I mean, Smith and Torrey's going to be able to get some separation, which is something they really haven't been, right. they haven't really had lately. And, and I mean, then you're pairing him up with Stevie Johnson. Yeah. And well, and it's just going to help out with um, Kaepernick because, I mean, instead of having to feel like he's got to run all of the time to make something happen, he's going to have those receivers that can get open and run routes. So Well, and that's the thing. Like that's I put Mikey Potty at six again, but, I mean, he's really only great at run at run blocking. Yeah, pass, pass blocking. Wise, so, I mean, terrible. San Francisco has a, a shot if they can shore up their line. But, I mean, they had Willis retire, which I don't think their defense is going to really sh- struggle with that because they have... He was other, out a lot the last two seasons anyways. Well, I mean, and Bowman didn't play at all last year. So, yeah, but you know what, though? Like, in that division, you still have Seattle, who now has Jimmy Graham. Yeah, they do, but like, how often do they actually throw the ball? <laughs> But you have that option, right? Because yeah. they're going to have to double team him, right? And then, then you run it, and then they're going to they're stack the box, and, and, and yeah, I mean, free up curse. And I hate, I would hate to see it, but I'd like to kind of see a three peat. You know what I mean? Just to say, like it happened. 
I'm just saying. We can get that out there. I, I, <laughs> I like like monumental accomplishments, and for a team to three-peat in football, and it's not like have the to repeat first. So. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Who you have at nine? We can get there, though. Yeah, who you have at nine? Uh, let's see. Nine, I have roll. Intro roll. Because, again, went to the Bears, working on defense. <laughs> You're just scared. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, my whole thing. Everybody's NFC. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, I just, again, I think it's a good move by the Bears picking something up defensively. I mean, they definitely need it to pick up somebody that has the ability to play well at his position. I mean, you just, it'll be a good year for the Bears if they can keep Cutler from throwing a lot of picks. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I know. I mean, keep your fingers crossed that he does. But at nine, I wrote down Jeremy Macklin. Yeah, he signed a pretty a nice deal with Kansas City. He's gonna give them one option they really haven't had lately. Like you know, a receiver that can actually catch a ball. They they got rid of Dwayne Bow, who's you know just getting old and wasn't performing as well as he has. So it finally gives them some options yeah. that aren't a tight end. Too. I mean, because they had a lot tied up in Bo. So, um, all right. Well, I mean, I already told you Thomas was my 10. I'm Nick Fairley. And the reason I wrote Fairley is because of where he went. He signed with the Rams, whose defense was already really good last year. Yeah. He's in a pretty good situation. They're not going to... You know, I don't know that they'll expect him to play every down, but he can. Yeah. Oh, at that point, though, I'm not even sure it wouldn't matter. And they only signed him for a year, so. <laughs> Get as much out of him as you can. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's move on to teams then. Who you got for your top three teams? We'll get into why here in a minute. But. All right. I have uh, my top two. I only put two, and then I have two other ones that I'm kind of on the fence about. Okay. But, uh, my, t- my two teams that I consider winners in free agency so far are the Rams and mm-hmm. then the Colts. Okay. That's interesting. And I then have, I'm on the fence about Seattle and Philly. Yeah, and see, I, I put Philly down. I have the Jets, Philly, and Indy. Because, again, I mean, I think the defense-wise, defensive-wise what the Jets are doing, I think that because they also picked up Buster Shrine, too. Yeah. And, I mean, he played really well um, across from Hayden last year for Cleveland. No, yeah, I definitely like what the Jets have been doing. Um, but you're right, though. I mean, they're kind of just throwing yeah. it all in a bag and hoping that something good comes out. But, I mean, Philly picking up Matthews and Murray to go alongside with Sproles, re-signing Sanchez. I mean, yeah, I always go to the football, the butt that, fumble, but, but they Philly also traded for Bradford. Yeah. And... And I know that that's not looked at as a great move, but it could be. I mean, if he can stay healthy, healthy. I mean, when he was playing and actually healthy, he didn't play terribly, and he's in a system that I think will be pretty good for him. But, yeah. again, it's just it comes healthy. down to health. Yeah, it's it's really a 50-50 shot there. And, I think and it he sucks, has potential too, because he does have so much potential, and he just keeps getting hurt. But Well, I was reading something where I guess uh, – some Rams fans were getting kind of upset with him because, like, the Rams kept trying to restructure his deal because they were paying him a crap ton of yeah. money because he was, like, one of the last first number one picks that they didn't have a so rookie cap, cap yeah. for. And they were trying to get him to restructure, and he kept saying no. And I don't blame him. I wouldn't give away money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Especially well, when, you know, you don't know how much longer you're going to be able to play. Look how often he's been injured. Yeah, but, I mean, it's a thing, too, though, like, <laughs> 
the teams know when they pay these people this, you know, this exorbitant amount of money. I mean, because truth be told, that's what it is. Um, they have to take that risk that he is going <coughs> to have in one year a career-ending injury. Yeah, it's just part of the game. Yeah, and the reason I put the Rams down as my as one of my winners is like think about what they did. They upgraded a QB. They yeah. got they went and got Foles. Now again, we'll see how much of an upgrade that really is because. He didn't play too well. well last year when he played. And then they went and picked up fairly. He was going to be pretty good for them on the D-line. Yeah. No, and I then agree. Indy, I think, is pretty... That's that's. They went out and they got Gore, who's going to be awesome for them. Yeah. They but, need and it's, it's, it's an area that they've needed help with for a, a couple of years. Time. They picked up Andre Johnson, which, you know... He, I'm, as a Texans fan, a little upset that we let him go or, you know, that they traded him the way they did there at the end. I understand he's getting old, but seriously, he's not. He, the only reason he has been less productive the past couple of years is because, A, we're throwing the ball less, and, B, look who we've had at quarterback. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been injured, too, often on the last couple of years. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, again, going back to the taking risk, I mean, is it worth to pay Andre Johnson yeah. for, you know, another subpar year? Indeed. Yeah, sure. Go for it. I mean, they've still got Dante Moncrief. They're still going to have T.Y. Hilton. Now you've got... And they have Kobe Fleener. Yeah, and I mean, and then you've got you know Andre Johnson alongside. Johnson's got the experience that Reggie Wayne had. <coughs> so they're replacing a veteran with a veteran that can still help the younger players out. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's still got a lot of talent. And he is so passionate. Yeah, and, and he's, he's tough. Like he wants to win. That's the so, thing that I like about him, that... For Indy is that he's a strong receiver. He's not just fast like like the guys they have right now. They're not the biggest guys, and that's something Andre's going to give them is a little size behind the receiver. Um, then they also picked up Trent Cole and re-signed Mike Adams, which is going to be big for him. Yep. The reason I'm on the fence about Seattle is, yeah, they, they traded for Graham, which is going to be good for them, um, but... They lost a bit on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they did try to pick. They tried to make up for picking up Kerry Williams and Will Blackman, but and they'll probably do really well. I mean, they're not. I don't think they're going to fall off by any means. But as far as you know, how they did in free agency, that trade for Graham is is probably going to be the biggest thing that that happened to them. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how much that gets talked about this year. <laughs> I mean, truthfully. Well, from a fantasy players. standpoint, it's really screwing with my keepers. Ah, <laughs> uh, fantasy football. It's funny. <laughs> to think that, I mean, here we are in March talking about fantasy football. It's not going to happen for another five months. But yeah, it'll be here before you March know it. in the yeah. news. Got to make decisions on those keepers. I mean, it's going to be here before you know it. Another season, man. Nobody wants to get last place. Nobody wants to get last place and win the Nickelback. Yeah, Justin. (laughs) 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 Well, this year will be. That's a conversation for another day. (laughs) Still, I'm excited though. Uh, I'm ready for football to start back up. I'm ready for training camps to start going. Preseason draft. Yeah, the draft. You know. Yeah. I just I have a hard time watching the draft. I don't mind reading so much about it, like after the fact, but like just just sit there and watch it. I get bored. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I just not. So, but I mean, I don't mind watching spring training, seeing that, seeing what they're doing, how they're doing, get all the reports for that. But definitely preseason football. 
just to see who could actually do something this year. The thing I'm excited to see, you know, when when that comes around, is the Bills with Tyrod Taylor. If he because news is right now that he has a shot, they're gonna let they're gonna he's gonna be part of the competition with, with Castle and Manuel. And I thought last year in preseason with Baltimore, that kid looked amazing. Yeah. So if they give him the opportunity, that'll be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, got anything else for today? We're just going to keep this one short and sweet. Yeah, no. No? I got nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, check us out on Facebook, uh, Brewski Sports. You can also catch us at Twitter, at Brewski Sports, and then, of course, our email, brewskisports at gmail.com. Feel free to let us know what you guys think of the episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Yep. Yeah. Bye.